espresso coffee in the afternoon. Like the song? Yeah. It's Garth Brooks. This part, the right le- here. The legend Garth Brooks. Wait. That part right there? The symbol? Garth Brooks. This part right here? That part? Trisha Earwood. Shirt in Clint Black. Clint Black. Could be. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Carnegie G Show or the OK Taco Show. Uh, I'm sitting here in studio Davenport, uh, Route 66, Oklahoma. All of those letters and numbers are all together, and that equals our address, and that's where we're at today. And I am Conrad, and I'm joined on this beautiful 27th of June, 2023, by a world-famous... You know him as the man who takes your order. I know him as my brother. Ladies and gentlemen, Thick James. Thick James. Thick James, I think there's something here. Uh, the, uh, that'll work. That's about the same. Oh, there it is. Yeah. That makes it feel at home. Yeah. The crickets? Yeah. I, I hear them at, at, in the evening. I've got... I didn't really expect you to live in my shed, um, but you do. And I didn't expect lots of things that have transpired... <laughs> Over the past four or five months. But here we are. And they've happened. And sometimes it makes me think that we died. <laughs> purgatory, man. We're in purgatory. With that Uchi Six guy. Like we're in we're in the triangle. We're in the Bermuda Triangle on OK Taco Triangle. Uh, I don't know. We're on the belt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. You go we're ahead. On the, no, wait, you go ahead. We're on the belts. We're on the belts equator. Yeah, I don't know. What that is? What do you mean the belt's equator? It's the thing that goes around the world. The equator or the belt? That's do you think the world has a belt? I don't know. They need to open. They need to put a little notches in there. If they need to. Uh, <laughs> the, the, well, wherever we're at, we're here. Uh, we keep showing up at the same place, James and I, and we keep so we just keep working here because we don't know what else to do. Uh, I think a lot of people do that, so. Maybe that's normal. Maybe we're not dead. I don't know. Um, indeterminate. The only way to really find out is to then make sure you're dead, and we don't want to do that, so we just keep moving on. That's that's our motto around here. And I didn't know James was going to join me on the show. He was out smoking a um, three-letter word you can't say anymore, camel cigarette, but also in different countries. Referred to as different things. Oh. Around here, they're not, you can't say that anymore, especially this month. And so I don't want to say he was out smoking one of those, but he was out there smoking a cigarette, a camel cigarette, no filter, cut it off. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he I popped in, and, and it's it's at the dead time. You know, usually restaurants are dead at five o'clock. So <laughs> yeah, it's not dinner time or anything, guys. Um, it's definitely the dead time when you buy like a tourist location on a, <laughs> in a dead town, but um, we'll bring it back. We just got to get the right attraction, and uh, we're working on that. And so, in order to pass the time, as you guys know, we do we do podcasts sometimes. Um, not just to pass the time; it's because it's it's what we want to do. And I thought James was a perfect 
the perfect person to bring in. I had a news story that I figured was short enough in case you knocked on the window, I could get through this news story, but important enough that you would want to hear this because it affects you probably more than anyone else. Um, This is a news story about... Is it the Lander News? Says Oklahoma man gets eaten by a dog in shed in back of brother's house. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Oklahoma man who's obsessed with weather gets eaten by Pitbull in a shed that, or they call it a tiny house, tiny home, which is basically what you have, in a tiny home that he built in the back of his brother's property. Wawoka, Oklahoma. Man found murdered by own pet. Man, 39, um, heavy smoker. <laughs> no, I'm just making all this up. <laughs> That's fine. Worse than that. Worse than that headline. Listen to this one. Okay. It's even worse. Ready? That was to set you up. That's about you getting eaten by your own pit bull. Yeah. Which do we want to tell the audience that the pit bulls learn to escape its cage? She might as well. Despite all the rage. She's not just a dog in a cage. You know what I mean? She's out. She's eating your pile. (laughs) Guys, here's a situation that we're in in frickin' Oklahoma on Route 66, okay? Here's what's happening. Maybe I haven't made it clear. Last night, I got home from work at around 8.30, 8.40. We got out of here early. We were out by 8.05. Cleaned up. We were cleaning at 7, hoping nobody would come in and... Luckily, nobody came in. Maybe a couple people, we threw burritos at them. They were locals, and they knew. They just knew what they wanted. We got a few of those customers. Best customers ever. George Bush is one. Um, that tall guy that come in today, they always get the same thing. They want it to go, the, the and they're guy, in and out. Hold on. Don't forget the guy from the heating and cooling place or something like that. Yeah. They get some, get some monsters, no Pico, and all that. Oh, yeah. Stuff. We get him, too. So we get all those guys, and that's... We just got to keep building loyal people that get it. Like, come in. Cool Runnings is on. You watch that for a couple minutes. They give you a burrito. You walk out. You don't expect the burrito to be like, what? This isn't Chipotle. No, it's not, buddy. It's not Chipotle. You know what I mean? It's not. Does it say Chipotle outside? No. Does it say OK Taco? (laughs) Take your OK Taco and get the hell out of here. Okay, move on down the road. We got projects to do, Conrad. We got projects to do. We got podcasts to do. We got people to make fun of. We got stuff to, we got stories to break. We've we've got it all. So we don't got time to wish wash around, you know, the do's and don'ts of damn taco and burrito making. We know it's good. We eat it every day. Um, But last night I got home from work. James and I carpooled on the way home. So um, we listened we didn't listen to much on the way home, really, did it we? It worked today. Huh? It worked today. It did it work? The yeah. tape player James has in the 96 GMC <sighs> is on the fritz. So if you guys have a 96 Chevy or GMC tape player, cassette, um, this is actually a pretty nice one. It's got like the settings for audio, the knobs on them. You guys are welcome to send that to OK Taco Company, uh, Davenport, Oklahoma. We'll get it. There's no other OK Taco Company here. The mail will find it. So go ahead and package that up, send it our way. His is eating tapes. Go, 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 go. So we get home, 8.30. Now, I told James I'm going to bed. And I go inside, and my son is gone. He's racing go-karts in Kansas. And 
my daughter's there, and so she's getting ready for bed. Every okay, I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna go lay down. I'm not hungry. Um, just filled up on delicious tacos all day. I'm good. And so, took a shower, laid down on my acupuncture mat. All of a sudden, oh, before I lay down, James calls me while I'm in the shower um, to tell me bad news. He called me and said, I got two things. One's funny and one's bad. And they kind of mixed into each other, but this is the way that he talks. So, do you want to break it to him what the bad news was? Um, yes, yeah, so I walked into the, my, to my White House. Because I'm the president. Yep. And then uh, my clothes and laundry. Scopey's and Dr. Pepper all over me. Clothes and laundry are everywhere. And Milo's out of the cage. Okay, but to be fair, what was the clothes and laundry situation prior, Richard, prior to you leaving this morning? Everything's tidy and in order, in the right pile. Everything was piled right, correct? Like, let's be honest. Let's not try to make it sound like you live at the Gap and all your stuff's folded and put it away. Like you live at freaking Hollister or something. You don't. No, no, no. No, you live at the president, the White House. In the White House, laundry's kept in pile formations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the clean pile, the maybe clean pile, and then the definitely not clean pile. But if the maybe clean pile goes away... <laughs> <laughs> and then you just got no clean pile and one big dirt pile. There's only one pile. <laughs> and you'll wear it. And everybody knows that. Um, and what you're saying is, when you left to your job at OK Taco Company, you thought your dog was safe there. You thought your dog was locked in its solitary confinement in his tiny kennel. Your dog is a pit bull, uh, purebred. Yeah. <laughs> 100%, 200-pound pit bull, all muscle. And he stays in a, I think it's a, have you ever seen those containers that they send, like, um, kittens home in? Like a um, suitcase, a uh, real small kennel. I mean, slide under your bed size kennel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit taller than normal bed. He broke out. And you don't know how, when clearly all he has to do is push with his force <laughs> in any way, he can break your plastic kennel. But he broke it, broke out, and then James called me upset that he Milo got out, which I think is the funny part. <laughs> the unfunny part is that he destroyed the White House. <laughs> what does that mean for the listener? What did the White House have in it that got destroyed? It wasn't really totally destroyed. It was just spread out. Do you think that when you watch a movie and, like, say it's John Wick. Have you ever heard of John Jonathan yes. Wick? Have you ever seen it? I think so. I don't know. I, I, I always watch Kill Bill. It's like Cool Runnings, but more shooting and less black people. Um, oh, sounds good. Yeah, you'd like it. So, anyways... Um, James is one of those kinds of people I think that sees a movie where there's a bunch. Is there somebody here? Sees a movie where there's a bunch of stuff all over the floor. Like they walk in and it looks like it's been ransacked or something. You know those movies where people ransack? They come in to break it in and then the couple comes home and they go, oh my God, we've been robbed. 
when you see that movie, sometimes I wonder if you're like, how would they know they've been robbed? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you walked in and a lamp had fallen down and there was clothes everywhere and old trash and old food and cigarette butts and discarded shoes and socks and personal body rags and <laughs> and all this stuff is laying all over the floor. If that's what you normally walk into, how could you walk in from a date night and be like, oh, we've been robbed. You'd be like, you just walk in. Yeah. They'd be like, what's... Does it normally look like this? Have you been robbed? <laughs> no. Why would you say I've been robbed? Because your shit is everywhere. <laughs> so Milo robbed James yesterday, um, and he's out. And so James did what any good dog owner does and beat him. Did you beat him pretty good? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I really did. I, what did you do? Beat him up? No, I, I use his uh, leash as a belt and slap his ass. You were slapping his ass? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then he uh, you went, spanked your dog last night. Yep. And then he went. Then he goes to the kennel. With no food or water. Oh, James, you got. <laughs> did good you night. did you feed him this morning? Yeah, I did. Good. So we're looking to get rid of a dog. Um, great dog. Great with adults. Smoker, heavy smoker. This dog's a heavy smoker. Um, so we're looking to get rid of it. That was... So anyways, what I'm saying is, a few months ago, James might have tried to call me while I was in the shower, and I might have not answered because I was in the shower. Now, because he lives in my backyard, I answer. I find out what's going on. And then he's texting me. So meanwhile, we worked for 12 hours together all day. We drove home together. We said goodnight. I said I'm going to bed. James must have had a Red Bull or something. And he's chit-chatting me up while I'm taking a shower, while I'm trying to forget about the crap of the day. And then he's texting me that he's, you know what sounds good? Cereal in a shower. <laughs> okay. So he comes in. Um, shower was occupied, so he goes and gets a bowl of cereal and then stands in, stands in my room for a while over me. <laughs> trying to help me decide what to watch as I'm laying on my mat, um, which was fine. Uh, he suggested a rap documentary, which I should watch sometime. But I just think that if a genie would have come out of you know some goblet or something five months ago and say, here's a picture of your future, and it's you standing in my bedroom as I lay naked under my covers on my deadly mat watching... <laughs> rap documentaries, I'd be like, this is not, <laughs> what are you talking about? This couldn't be my future. And sure enough, though, it was, it would be accurate. Yeah, are you I, worried? Is somebody here? I don't know. It keeps, uh, I mean, it is five freaking o'clock. Isn't it suck doing a show back here when you're worried that somebody keeps coming in? Yes. You can't really relax. Like, you're always on edge. You can't perform if you're sitting in a freaking taco shop and nobody's covering. You're sitting back here worried. Now you're feeling it. You're feeling the pressure of the show, which there should oh, no, be no, none. No, no pressure there. Okay, good. <laughs> no, of course not. And you're feeling the pressure out here of the real job. Yeah. Yeah, because what if we miss them? Or what if they come in? Or whatever. They come and interrupt us. What if they interrupt us? What if they hate what we're doing? What if they burn us with pitchforks and say, ha, <laughs> heresy? Do you want me to you want to tell them the other thing or just leave it be? The story? No, go ahead. I mean, do whatever you want no, to No, go ahead. What, yeah. what are you going to say? I don't know where you're going. 
The Viola story. The Viola story? Well, yeah, I, the first day I moved to the trailer, Viola, walked in my underwear, walked in my underwear all over the post office. Why would you do that, by the way? If it was the first day, in what world do you think you have mail? And I didn't, when I got there, I, didn't, I forgot the combination. Yeah, but why would you check your mail on the first day you live somewhere? I just wanted to walk in my underwear. Oh, that's the real truth. Well, you're not the first and you won't be the last to walk in your underwear in Viola, Kansas. Last time I was down there, Grandpa Jim was wearing a Juneteenth thong, tearing his butt cheeks out to the back patio. <laughs> I mean, it's Viola, baby. <laughs> Let it hang out. Um, oh, yeah. And I did have a thought about that. Do you think that this is kind of a inside baseball? James might get it. You know that Linda's from Louisiana, right? Mm-hmm. And she's a big LSU fan, Tigers. Mm-hmm. They just won the College World Series. Um, in baseball, which is a sport. Well, but what about Oral Roberts? Oral, Oral Roberts, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know anything. I just thought it was strange. I went when we went to Kansas this past weekend. Dad was uh, watching the game and talking about it like he'd been watching the series, which he probably has because his legs are wasting away and he can't move around anymore. Since we've known him, we've watched maybe like three or four games of baseball. You know, we played. You were a great baseball player. Um, but we didn't watch much baseball, and we certainly didn't watch college baseball. Now, a lot of that could be because it wasn't available. Now they film, you know, every college can you, can athlete. You, um, guys, I'm going to go watch the front. Are you worried? Can yeah. you see? Yeah, I just don't want people to bug us, bug you. When well, can you see? Yeah. Well, then let me finish. If nobody's here, hold on a second. Um... Part of me thinks that because he was watching it and he was so invested in a college baseball game that didn't have to deal with Oklahoma Sooners, what if Dad is just waiting for Grandpa Jim to pass away for him to become an LSU fan? What if he totally switches? He's talking about um, finally getting married with Linda, and once she's from Louisiana, and she's fine with letting him play around with his stupid little Sooners right now because they're not married. But the moment they get married, Louisiana people don't, they don't switch allegiances. They are from the Bayou, the Bayou big boys. And so I have a feeling that the day we have to put Grandpa Jim and say our piece there, Dad's going to pull off his freaking suit, you know, his burial suit, and guess what he's going to have on underneath? An LSU Tiger shirt, purple and yellow, and a big Les Miles, the coach, Les Miles hat, and that Cajun guy hat, you know? that. <laughs> um, he, he's going to laugh at that, I bet. I just think that Linda has complete control over his sports once they get married. He'll be talking about, oh, sorry, I can't come down to the taco shop. We're going to the game this weekend, but they'll be talking about going to Baton Rouge. To watch them or wherever the hell they play, some swamp somewhere in the southeast, next to Hurricane Katrina or something. Gators. Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> um, so, anyways, that was a thought. But here's the news story that I brought you in for. Anyways, yeah. are you ready? Yeah. This is important. And I'm tired of you acting like it's not. Wanting to get up and leave. I was going to read you the story. Okay. And you need to hear it more than anybody. Pillsbury confirms it has discounted favorite dough treat, but pledges 
to listen after customers plead for their return. Pillsbury Doughboy was discontinuing the Pillsbury Crescent Roll. The Pillsbury Crescent Roll, James. There's a whole restaurant of, called Black Applebee's, you know it as Cheddar's, that has built its career, its namesake on the Pillsbury Crescent Roll. Yes. And you're telling me that Pillsbury, in its almighty doughy wisdom, is going to pull from the shelves the jobs of all of these Applebee's, these Blackleby's employees down there at Cheddar's? You know how many bakers there are at Cheddar's that put their kids through college baking Crescent Rolls? 10,000, I bet. That's 20,000 kids going to college. 10,000 bakers are out of a job, Mr. Doughboy. For what? You're going to save a little money because you're just going to stick to the grand? The biscuit? Flaky and fluffy? That's it? Twist it up, buddy. Twist it up before you package it. Make us a crescent roll. Could you believe that? Could you live in a world? Think about it. Think about all the times you've had a crescent roll. And what Cheddar's. it did to you. What it did to your body, physically. It, 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 it's like a... When it melted into It's like you. a vaginal seduction. <laughs> the fact that there could even be... A rumor. Like, you know how when people say things... Remember when Joe Biden, our president, um, who you voted for, so thank you for that. Remember when Joe Biden, our president... He wanted to get all the troops out of Afghanistan. You know what I mean? And people mm-hmm. were like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he just took off with the planes and people were hanging off of him and jumping to the ground. And he got all the stuff and left the equipment. We were mad about it for a while as a country. We we're like, ugh, ugh. We don't like to see... We don't like to see Middle Eastern people fall from airplanes. No. Or drive them. Fly them. Like any, both of those things make us uncomfortable. Oh, we got a bing bong. I heard something too. So I'll be back. I gotta go bing bong these people, and then we'll be back to talk about this. Now you can talk. Now we're now we're back. Okay. Wait a minute. No, now we're back. Okay. Now you can talk. What were we talking about? I guess the shed. Wrong. We were talking about fucking crescent rolls and, and they, cheddars uh, and Pillsbury uh, discontinuing. The, well, I've always said that cheddars is black applebees. It's applebees with soul. I, what I, it's like the jazz. It's like a Louisiana of Applebee's. So, how, so it's a Southern kitchen. Hold on. I got, Wait a I minute. Got We're back. We're back. We've been gone forever. We had dinner services. Everybody was here. Busy day. Um, we didn't make any money somehow, but we're up 67%. <laughs> I was just going to tell the folks that if you don't have crescent rolls, you can't make pigs with blanket. If you don't have crescent rolls, you can't make the Eucharist. You know what I mean? Are you Catholic? Are you one of those people that drink the grape juice at your Methodist church and eat a little cracker? That's crescent roll. That's Pillsbury crescent roll, guys. Unseasoned. That's dried out. 
Pillsbury's got a responsibility to its consumers, which is you, and to its stakeholders, which is the big Illuminati money people, to put out this high-quality product, the poppin', you know what I mean? The twist and pops. Mm-hmm. You got a factory full of robots and Japanese men that are running around making sure all the levers are and out all of the just correct amount of dough. And you're telling me that your twisty loop robot isn't working? Your twisty loop canner isn't working? Buddy, there's one Bob the Builder with a big old tube of fucking blueprints walking around your factory of dough. Okay? Don't tell me that it's cost effective. Who cares? You guys put freaking rat turds in all your stuff anyways. You get caught all the time. Like, people talk about opening biscuits and finding little rat turds in there. And now you're going to be like, well, we're going to discontinue crescent rolls? Why doesn't America just discontinue, um, I don't know, paving roads? You know, people always talk about that, how your taxes go to pave roads. Why doesn't America just say, we just don't feel like it no more? That's what Pillsbury's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure they're not going away, and I'm sure it was just a way for people to start eating crescent rolls. Conrad. James. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but it could be fake news. It could very possibly be fake news. Uh, it could be Russian, um, but I don't know. I know that Elon Musk is fighting uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Do you know who those people are? That's the Facebook guy? One of them. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg's the Facebook guy. What's the other guy? Elon Musk. Never, Never uh, heard is, of is him? He, is he uh, some form of clone? Sounds like it. You've never heard of the man? No. Well... Sometimes, this is why I like having you on this show. Because I try to tell people that I don't think anybody's paying attention around me. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, you're just overreacting. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, sometimes it's kind of big stuff, sometimes it's little stuff, but it seems like people kind of miss the detail there. Um, you No, you're fine. They're cage fighting. Um, Elon Musk. Oh, I know. Somebody saying earlier, the, the last... Last week, I think. Yeah. About the cage fight. Oh, I, I was talking to Ryan about it because Ryan used to cage I guess fight. I, was listen, I guess I was listening. Yeah, to but it. you still don't know. Elon Musk um, famously invented Tesla, the car. And the then. Is it a fight? Yeah, he's going to cage fight and he's going to. And then he invented. Um, you're missing the point, I think. What's the. The point is that you didn't know that Elon Musk, who he was, he's like the richest man in the world. He's invented. He owns Twitter now. Um, he invented Tesla cars, electric cars, SpaceX. He has all the satellites. He's fighting a war against Russia with his technology right now. Um, his Starlink satellite system. Pretty much every day he's in the news. I mean, you watch the news every day, and the but- fact that you've just turned off your brain <laughs> anytime this gentleman. Who has proven he's changed the world, whether people like it or not. Um, definitely changed the world in some way. Had a hand in changing the world. All the world. I mean, he's actually helping restructure the shape of a nation, which would be the great name for a book that you wrote about how to look good in your 40s. <laughs> <laughs> the, shape, the shape of a nation. But um, no, it's funny to me, and I, I just want people to understand that 
James is not an anomaly here. There's a tremendous amount of people who not only don't know who Elon Musk is, but don't give a shit. <laughs> and <laughs> think he's a cologne guy. Um, which is great, I think. But I, w- I just, uh, having you here lets me show that a little bit. And um, so that's good. And one of the things that James and I were talking about, and um, I don't know how we got onto it. I think I was telling you, no, it's not that. You were talking about popcorn somehow. I don't remember why you, I think you were just craving popcorn. Oh, because when I was in the motel. When you were in the motel, what? Uh, I, I drilled little holes in the, in the port pictures of the. No, what the? <laughs> you said that when you lived at the motel, you wished that you would have drilled popcorn holes in the eyes yeah. of the pictures. Yeah. And I said, what the hell is a popcorn hole? <laughs> and, you, and you said that the, like in the movies, when people are drilling holes in the eyes of photos to stand behind them, those are called popcorn holes. <laughs> Which I didn't realize that that was a thing. But it got us talking about popcorn. And I was telling James, I think it would be a terrific idea. I still do. I think we should definitely do this. Um, to put a tube, just a PVC pipe. Uh, out by Route 66 on our property, on the triangle that we're dead in, and maybe put a bunch of uh, buttons next to it and swivel sticks, like little, like the bop it things, yeah. you know, and light up stuff and sounds that when you push it, it makes sounds. If we put a bunch of that stuff around this bucket and say free popcorn, just to watch people, there's nothing attached to this PVC pipe, it's just sticking out of the ground. Um, when you look in the PVC pipe, it's asphalt or dirt or whatever it is that we set it on. To watch people press buttons that would somehow magically make popcorn appear and then get frustrated that no free popcorn's coming out. That, to me, is like... I don't. It's, it's one of the human studies that I think I've always wanted to do. It's kind of what this taco shop was built on. So I was telling... It turned all of this into the story, but... Um, I know for a fact that if we had a free popcorn sign, even after discussing this with James in detail, if I put a free popcorn tube outside with a bunch of buttons, I guarantee I would see James walk by and press one of those buttons. And even though he knows (laughs) no popcorn's going to come out, I guarantee you he's going to look to see if maybe, somehow, popcorn, (laughs) even though it's the 50th time, even though he installed the button and he knows it goes to nothing. He will walk by, push it, and look over his shoulder, just kind of like when you look to make sure your poop all came out or whatever, why people look at their dump when they... I don't know, but I, you will. I do that. Of course you do. <laughs> Every idiot does, and I'm one too. Turn around and say, what just happened? That's what it felt like. Perfect. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> it seemed different. Um, it's always... I think that that was always a study... It's different because it doesn't really matter if it's popcorn. Popcorn's easy, and people, even though they know what it comes from, think it can be made in various different ways. So they might be like, yeah, of course you cook popcorn in a PVC. What about the chili? Well, that's what it all started from. All of this idea of the taco shop was formed from us doing the show. I wanted to do a show every day. I wanted people to pay for it. <laughs> and like, that, that's so About know. 20 years and doing it and made yeah. about... Uh, $10. Oh, yeah. Well, wish in one hand and put popcorn in the other is what everybody always says. But what I'm saying is when I was driving to San Antonio, Texas with Shannon Mahaney in a Kia, uh, what is this? 
Kia, not a Rio, but uh, the ones that Kia Soul, the little toasters. Mm-hmm. We're driving that toaster all the way down 135, looking at all the storage units on both sides. Fucking so many storage units. Beautiful mm-hmm. storage units. You get down in uh, past Dallas on 135, the corridor. You can look to your right. You look to your east, to the west. You're going to see six, seven, eight, nine story, just one after the other storage units of people storing their stuff. Texas is a huge place, and it's a great place for storage, and they're using it. They're going to use it all up eventually. That's hilarious. But as we're driving, and I'm looking at the storage units and the signs for more storage units, and I tell Shannon, we just need a sign. If we have a sign, and people want me to put a sign up. People are always talking about signs. Um, if we just need a sign. And he's like, well, what are you talking about? I was like, if we just have a place, we can rent any place. Find an office building. And at the time I was talking to him, I mean... We had rented office buildings and shops before. You're talking four, five hundred, maybe eight hundred bucks a month commitment for a year on a lease on a commercial building. I was like, dude, I'll pay it. I will, without with knowing we will make no money. I will pay the five hundred dollars a month to rent a little strip mall building, and on that sign that says like um, TJ Maxx and Kohl's, and because it's usually at one of those strip malls that you see these places, mm-hmm. it just says free chili. It just says free chili, baby. And then out front, it says free chili. And when you walk in that door, there's free chili. Now, the reason I wanted to do that is I want to meet the person that walks in the door for free chili. Because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the person that fascinates me. A person that can drive by a sign and go, did that sign say free chili? <laughs> And then want to turn around, maybe like, well, if it's there next time, I'm definitely stopping. You know, a curious person stops for free chili. We're gonna get the chat. What were you gonna say? What fun. are you thinking about? It'd be funny if it did. You put it out, think travelers are gonna go crazy. Oh, you get a bunch of these German jib jabbers. You've seen them. These little German people, they don't know. They don't know how doors work. They don't know how you know their legs work. Their knees bend backwards. <laughs> they. They freaking grasshopper themselves around this damn <laughs> taco area, looking around, jumping on the airstream and stuff. You put a free popcorn tube out front of the taco shop with a button. A German's pressing a button. You didn't put a like, just put something that says gas switch. Gas switch? I mean, are they gonna flick it? A German will. Oh, tease how you make popcorn. <laughs> I don't know German accent. I just think that you know it's funny. We were trying to figure. Go ahead. <laughs> it's funny. Recently, when I, I mean, all, all the time when they come by and take the pictures, yes, of the front, somebody's in the picture with them every time. Yeah, James has been sitting outside smoking his three-letter words in front of all the travelers <laughs> every day. Uh, doesn't acknowledge them. They take they come to him like he's part of the display. Like I've like I've bought a <laughs> I've bought a, a man. With a beautiful body, the shape of America, and I've set him on a booth with a cigarette, or set him behind the TV, and he stares and they stare. Is it a robot? They don't know. They take pictures of it, and that's, and that's what I want to do. I'm trying to tell you that I have to have. If people want to help, we've had a few people reach out, like, "Hey, is there any way can I help? Uh, you know, can I come?" Uh, advertise my business at your business, and in my head, I'm like, I don't see how that helps at all. I mean, that might help your business, but it doesn't seem to help mine in any way. If you want to help, 
here's what I'm thinking. I want to find probably eight foot. That's like a size of sheetrock, eight foot. But let's do eight foot by eight foot. That's I think your shed <clears throat> is a ten foot by eight foot shed. I want that width and that length and that height. I want to box you up in a glass house outside with a bed in it <laughs> and a TV and Milo. Everything that's in your house now, in your room, right outside. Now, not your clothes and stuff. And come, we get ready. And then I think you say, I want the rest of the day off, but I want to try to make some money. You go to that room, and we sell you as living art. And people can watch you just live your life. And when people pull up, like, what is going on with the glass house guy? That's, I mean, it's cloudy in there. Like, that's just smoke. He's awake. The man's smoking and watching the news. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to bring him a snack? You can feed it, it's fine. And he's going have one of them trays that pull out and put stuff in it. You might get all kinds of stuff. That Japanese guy might have given you some sort of carp lollipop or something. Huh? We had a Japanese visitor um last week. Yep. Which is weird. I think I'm Japanese or something because we got the Japanese priest who does that weird move, um kind of like you see it in older movies when people were out jogging and there'd be that shopkeeper that's sweeping the front of his shop with the broom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like little Japanese guy keeping mm-hmm. the front of his front of house Mr. clean. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi kind of stuff. That's what that guy does when I run by. So I got this Japanese priest that's sweeping sidewalks in front of his church as I run by to high five Jesus. Um, and then had the Japanese people in my dream, my crazy dream. And then mom come down to yell at me um, for getting molested. <laughs> That's probably the wrong way to say it. Is that right? See, I mean, it's simplification. You were here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to go into all that. Yeah. Do you want to? No. You want to just, just, you want to get home. It's a perfect time to dive into an hour, two hour chat about that. Oh, Connor, you just, you don't want to go home because, because uh, you know I'll text you, and then I'll want a bowl of cereal and a shower. <laughs> and you know Heather will be in I'm the shower. I'm saying mom came down. It wasn't a planned visit. It was random. Oh, this oh, recently. This past week. And she came down, and it wasn't a planned visit. And it was in response to our show, um, or my show. Yes. Where your I mentioned. Show, your, your show. Yeah. Thanks. For, you stand up for what I said. You listen to it, though, right? Yes. Well. Our show then. Um, we did our show. She didn't like it. Parts of it. Which is fine. But it is what it is. She wanted me to take it down. All that stuff. Anyways, became a heated talk a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Lawrence was here to keep... Keep control of the peace. Keep the peace. A little bit of a heated talk, but that's okay. Uh, and the moment she left, Japanese man walks in. So, with a carp t-shirt on that says something on it. We don't know, because we don't write in sticks and squiggles. <laughs> we write in letters. Noodles. <laughs> we don't write noodles like, like the gentleman that walked in. Very nice man and his wife, um, 66 years old and traveling Route 66. And... Had a taco. 
and learned a language with us. English. English was the language we taught. I, I have my own language. Yeah, you do. I'd say it's a more of a affect, a vocal affect. You do is what you you speak English, but you do it in your own way, with your <laughs> own effect on it. Yeah. So it's very. I wouldn't call it a draw, a southern draw. <laughs> I would call it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Ah, kind of like it. to me, if you were to describe it to a lover. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Connor. You this. Um, you might say that. You know when you have a little bit of mouthwash and you gurgle a little? Yeah. You got a little gurgle. <laughs> that growl. Yeah. That probably comes from cigarettes. Then um, you mix that in with kind of a... Like you bit into a, one of those electrical doggy fences or something. Like a little bit of a... You mix your words in your mouth a little bit. Like the shocked. You know? Like in your brain you go, I'm going to say this. And then your mouth goes, you can say all those words, but I'm going to mix them all up. And so you want to say, hey, we need more hot sauce. And what comes out is hot sauce need why. <laughs> and then, then imagine, imagine it was a dip in, too. Yeah. Hot oh, sauce yeah. needs why. And I go, what did you say? Hot sauce. <laughs> you want some hot sauce? No. <laughs> we need it. So, um, yeah, you don't have a southern draw. You just have kind of a... Overall draw, I'd say. Um, kind of a complete... I don't have a withdrawal. Northern, western... I don't have a withdrawal. Nope, you don't have withdrawals. You're still smoking heavily. And uh, chewing. And chewing. Yeah, Nicotine is a friend of yours. You know him. His first name's Nick. His last name is Teen. He's Nick and he's a teen. And you're smoking. <laughs> you do too, Conrad. Oh, I don't deny it, dude. I don't deny it. Um, so, yeah, we're thinking about getting that popcorn tube involved. If you guys want to support us... Simple. Bring us some PVC. Bigger the better, I think. Yeah. You know, you don't want to... Nobody's going to believe you that a popcorn's going to come out of a half-inch PVC pipe. Get real, people. Three inches. <laughs> you need three... I'm thinking, even foot. Uh, Which one would you want to get popcorn out of? If you saw a PVC tube. <laughs> four and a half. Four and a half-inch PVC pipe right there, buddy. Yeah. Then you get one of those boppets and a twist it. Uh, it's just just tape it on tape it on there. You probably can't. Oh, just do like popcorn. Or just do all those popcorn. Press all the buttons, and then and then you'll have travelers come in. That's another part that people don't get. Travelers are in here, and they'll say the popcorn machine's broken, and we'll say what popcorn machine? What are you talking about? And they'll say, their thing out there says free popcorn. We'll say, are you kidding me? And we'll follow them each time. What's going on with it? Where did, you, did you bring this? And they'll say, no, it was here. Like, did you press the button? And then we'll watch them press it. Like, oh, my gosh. And nothing happened? And then to watch them ask others. Did you ask that gentleman right there if the popcorn works? Because people will start asking. Hey, how do you get the popcorn thing to work? The fact that people think anything works is amazing. Like, people now are so just used to everything working. They come ask you when something doesn't work. Like, they'll come up to you and be like, hey, man, your water's not working. It's like, okay. <laughs> what do you want me to do? To me, they do tell us all the time. I know. <laughs> all right. What do you want me to you do? Got, I don't want to make, make um, certain women mad. They might. You don't. But who are you trying to make mad? I mean, I'm telling them Just let it out. No. No. Just don't say names. I don't. I, um, it's just hard. 
People ask questions and they know, they know the answer to already. Yeah. Every, every day I, I see the same thing. There's questions asked and people have been here for several months and working and I had this for myself, but just over and over again. Isn't that crazy that people just ask the same question over and over again? And it makes, sometimes I think, sometimes that makes people go crazy. Just, I don't know, I just feel sorry for people that have to deal with that every day. I don't know who you are referring to. I'm not saying anybody. Yeah. Just general people in general. Yeah. Anybody that has to deal with a life of re-answering over and over again the same question. They don't know how to fucking do it. Just don't fucking do it. We give up. <laughs> Have the other person do it. And our second segment today was brought to you by James's first book called Just Give Up. It is a self-help book for those of you who don't want help. Um, there is a way out. <laughs> it's called, uh, James, you know it, two words. <laughs> Exercise. <laughs> give up, buddy. Yeah. Just give up. Yeah. It's, I guess it's three words. Um, and I can't agree with James more on that. Um, we would rather, not that we don't like you around, whoever you are, um, but if you don't want to do anything or get better and you can't do it, just give up and help help us by leaving and giving up, please. That helps. Um, does it feel good? What? Does it feel better to get off your chest? Yeah. You love that, don't you? What? Just to tell people to you know, basically F off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. You know, do you believe in reincarnation? You believe that if, if you die... It's not. A, it's not a person. Uh, it's a thing. Uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll it's a concept. Yeah. Uh, reincarnation is. Uh, you know, when you die and you come back as like a butterfly or a dragon or whatever. You know, another sure. person. Um. Do you think that before you think that you're reincarnated now? Do you think you were something before and then you got reincarnated into who you are now? Oh yeah. Who do you think you were before? Oh. Part of I'm getting better. At what? Just uh, simple things like being healthier and all that stuff. It's oh yeah, I'm not talking about you're improving your current self. Sure, that's great. I'm saying that a thousand years ago, do uh, you think you were like some dude that was um, inventing the wheel with some caveman. Like, were you alive a thousand years ago as a different person? People that believe in reincarnation didn't. It might have just started with you. Like, this might be your first trip around. And then as you keep getting put, your spirit put into different beings, oh, it so, might be uh, like so you're... you're saying, you think I was with the with a long time ago with somebody... Uh, or alive, or whatever, and then like 100, 100 years later or so, you came back a different, you, you formed into something else, like a. Right. I'm saying that 100 years ago, you, or let's just say 200 years ago, you were at Tombstone throwing rocks at that freaking uh, 
Tombstone guy, you know? You're throwing rocks at Kurt Russell. Pe- the pizza guy. No, not, not the frozen pizza. I'm talking about <laughs> which is a delicious treat. <laughs> so you were in Abilene, Kansas during the Wild West, and you were one of those shop owners that was, you know, handing out uh, 50 cent freaking shots to all the cowboys that were coming through. Whatever you were, you were something. And then you died, and then your spirit turned. At, eventually, now you're you. Now, you don't know if that previous life is real, true. You could just start it with you. You don't know if when you die, it goes to another one. Nobody knows those things. So you just, it's fun if you wanted to pretend, and that's what I'm doing for you, is pretending that you used to be, maybe you used to be like a king or something. Because what I was going to say is, you would be real asshole if you had money. You know how... (laughs) (laughs) I paid the motherfuckers to be cute. Fucking... Just me mentioning it turns you almost into a tyrant right now. So let's just say that in a previous life, you were a king that had money, all the money, and you're probably an asshole. I'd pay somebody to wipe my fucking ass. Yeah, that's why I kind of knew you were going to go there. So um, I don't know if that means that maybe this is one of your first trips around and you haven't learned that maybe that's not the right approach to everything. Or maybe it's like your 2000th trip around, and you're like, you don't get it, dude. <laughs> Let these people wipe your butt. They're not listening. <laughs> so I'm not sure. It could be one or the other. Um, it's fun to pretend that it's either. So I like to imagine that it's fun to imagine. Just pick, like... Am I a five-course meal? You're a five-course meal? Or you would have a five-course meal. Every, every, uh, three, times, three times a day, I have a five-course meal. What would you meal. have? If you were, say that you woke up as a king. Like, um, what do you think of when you think of kings? Hmm. It's taking eggs. Well, <laughs> I mean, what do you think of, if you woke up as a king, what, is, what do you see? What does a king wake up to? What is a king? Oh boy! What? Oh, <laughs> you went the wrong. You went the wrong way. I don't. <laughs> you went the wrong way. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'd wake up to a beautiful. I'd be uh, a forty-year-old man or a fifty-year-old man with yeah. the, the hot, hot, hot wife that's twenty-five. A twenty-five-year-old wife. What? That's, that's physically fit. Physically fit. What hair color? Uh, red. A red-haired wife. <laughs> All right. And you wake up, uh, what's your bedroom like? It's all black lights. What do you wear? What do you wear as a king? A wife beater and Reebok shorts. <laughs> where do you, what's, how big's your house? Like, if you were to leave your bedroom, where are you going? In your fantasy king house? I'm going to the sunroom. Oh, what's in the sunroom? Um, there's a, a netted uh, porch. Yeah, <laughs> what are you gonna do in the sunroom? Uh, smoke cigarettes and fuck my wife. <laughs> you can do these things without being a king. Uh, number one. I'm, I'm still the president. Yeah, I know. It's just. When you think of the king, none of your thoughts go to like, 
horses and wearing uh, crowns and a kingdom. They just go to dressing like <laughs> white trash and smoking <laughs> cigarettes <laughs> on a sun porch with some redheaded lady <laughs> that's physically fit and 25. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you can you you almost do all of that now. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I to me, what do you think I think about when I think of a king? Uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I would think of a freaking king, like the way people have talked about kings. That we literally have them in the world now. They live in kingdoms. <laughs> I think of those people. What am I supposed to do? We come and go. You're a talk. king. Yes, you got to do king stuff. I don't know what we kings... go outside and talk to pe- millions of people and tell them to fuck off and go to that. Leave me alone. You don't need a loan. You're the king. You don't. Money doesn't matter. You don't ever talk about money. You say what you want and you get it. That's it. It doesn't matter what you say. I want those people not to be here anymore. What do you mean, Mr. King? You mean push them? Make them disappear. What do you mean? Gone. And I would have um, a room, a couple of rooms where artists would stay. Artists? What kind of artists? Magicians. Magicians? Magicians. Oh, musicians? Which musicians? Um, probably some uh, hip-hop. Hip-hop. So, and there would what be you're a, describing is like a, a halfway house, like a crack house. <laughs> you're, <dang> it. <laughs> you're describing living. How tall is your house? What do you want it to look like? You're describing a room with a sun porch, with a couple other bedrooms that I'm sure half-dressed men who rap and smoke weed are going <laughs> to be in. And you guys are just going to go out and talk about what stuff you could do today. Like, that's what people like that wear white beaters do. They talk about what they could do today. Man, what you think we could do today? What you about to get into? What you about to get into? Ah, man, finish this cigarette. Figure it out, man. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to go have an egg. <laughs> you want an egg? I'll have an egg. <laughs> Sorry. Disappointing guy. It's not disappointing. It's just that you don't have to be... So humble in a fantasy that doesn't exist. <laughs> you could have picked anything and you chose wearing a wife beater, smoking cigarettes on a sun porch. And I guess being with your wife in a marrow way, which is understandable. It's called fornication. Sure. And then inviting spectators <laughs> that to, to, to use their rhymes to coerce you guys along in your lovemaking. <clears throat> That's quite a fantasy. Um, I don't think that way. I guess I think of like the tradition. Traditional means 1500s, I guess. You know, the kings in, that lived in the big palaces with the shit that you've seen on like uh, Gladiator and stuff. I think of that. But I don't know what you do as a king. I don't know. I'd... You drive around in your little, little horse and carriage and say, wave. I kind of imagine this is a lot like people will come in and be like, hey, this is the guy with, uh, he runs the group of people that think that the, you know, the forest that's over there by the West Bridge that we were going to burn down and we're going to use all that because we're going to take all the soot and use it to build houses for the people that are 
living in that ditch on the other side of town? And I'd be like, yes. Well, they're here because apparently another group of people came in and started putting birdhouses into all the root system of those trees. And then the king has to go, okay. And then the king has to go, I think we should kill all the root people, let the ash people take it over to the ash people. You know what I mean? You have to figure out problems in the 1500s and then just say them so people would just do one of them. Because otherwise everybody just starts... First, they all have their own idea. Then they all go do their own idea. Then they all just go smash each other's heads with rocks because everybody wants to do their idea. So, that's one thought. Um, you seem to kind of checked out. It's getting too late. Oh, it's 8.51, huh? You even look at the clock. Yeah. Oh, boy. Just that dog's going to be getting out, isn't he? Oh, it's not that. What's wrong? I'm an hour behind taking my pills. This <laughs> show about to get loopy. Oh, damn. Feel a little loopy? Yeah, just imagine how it would be like tomorrow without him. <laughs> All you have to do is say you're going to go get your pills today. I know. No, not ready yet. I thought tomorrow was the Wednesday you said you were going to get them. Because you said you had enough till Wednesday night. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what do you mean you don't know? That's what you told me. What you, is it? Do you have enough till Wednesday night? I think so. I, I, I don't know. Buddy, I, today is Tuesday. I'll tell you check. You do. Because you already did check. Because you already did tell me. Yeah. I don't know. We may not get the discounted price tomorrow. Yep. That's okay. I, that's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. I just can't wait to get my driver's license. You have a driver's license. But just uh, your updated one. Yeah. I hope so, too. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, we got to get out of here. James gets antsy when it gets late. Um, uh, Good. I didn't get to uh, ESPN 30 for 30 thing about a band of nerds. Um, <laughs> the nerds? Yeah. The glass box for Thick James, I got that. Uh, the Pharrell glasses I was telling you about. The Mars oh. people. Uh, I got my dad waiting for Grandpa to pass so he can be an LSU fan. And... Oh, photography people on Facebook. I was going to talk about that. <clears throat> but we'll talk about that next show. Um, with that being said, don't let your meatloaf and have an okay day. <laughs>